Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Odd is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, glad to be out at Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. You just heard J-Mo, John Morris uh, doing his program there at 2 o'clock. And uh, it's good to see John. Folks were dropping by. We just had a great drop-off. Uh, and this is what an opportunity this is as we wrap up this wonderful event. Um, through today, uh, you're invited to participate in Toys for Tots. And uh, you bring that uh, new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. I just passed a trailer, and it's, I mean, great amount. And uh, my buddy Chuck Beach just dropped by, and he had a big bag of uh, uh, gifts that uh, and honored uh, uh, just really a neat uh, deal, and we appreciate uh, he and Pete do such a good job. And um, the Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. And uh, some really, really great stuff going on out here. It is the U.S. Marine Corps uh, Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for your support. We're out here today. Come by, unwrap toy, drop it off, and then we've got some kind of cool thing here where I'll I'll give you some a uh, couple of free entrees to Logan's Roadhouse if you come do it. I mean, just do it out of your heart, but also on top of that, get you a couple of those entrees. And I mean, this is the this is the real entree. We're not going to try to short you. Go in there, order a steak or. Look, they got steak with broccoli on the picture here. I imagine, I imagine you could uh, change the veggie if you needed to, but um, that that's a really neat option. So come see us out here. I just saw Mr. Carr himself, the great Baylor guy that he is, and um, back in the day he was part of the Baylor athletic training staff when my dad was playing football, and uh, we have uh, loved the Carr family for many, many years. In fact, his niece, Kathy, was one of my close friends at Baylor and married one of my best friends from Kaufman. So we're all kind of tied in there together, and it is great to be out here at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. And uh, we're just right over here. You can see us. It'll be fine. You'll find us easily just right off the way here and pull in and bring those unwrapped toys and then wander back here to the right and you'll see our broadcasting area ward whites does such a great job you hear him at 11 o'clock and then today he put together a beautiful set for us out here in fact i'm right next to just a gorgeous looking trans am and uh i mean it just has a look like it'll it's got a little get up and go in it 
and um, it's it's something I, I really could see myself in at some point. But a Trans Am, some of these trucks out here, come take a look. And uh, we're just so fortunate to have uh, uh, Richard Carr always involved with this event. Uh, so come out and uh, and drop those toys off. In fact, Chuck um, and uh, he. He had a bike with him. He had a big bag of toys, and and uh, I mean that's a uh, that's a good that was uh, really great to see him as we get going here. Now, Aaron, I'm looking. We we did. John and I had a uh, had a good time there at the end of the show. John could uh, John should just start doing the three o'clock hour with us. I would be totally up for that. A um, lot going on today. We're going to kind of continue to keep you posted on this situation. With Mike McCarthy and the appendicitis, and he had his appendix removed, and they, they, the intention is for him to coach on Sunday. I mean, that seems a little crazy to have that uh, big of a surgery and then do that. Now, the other news, and I, y'all know I'm huge into uh, golf. And this is something that has, uh, it appears that it's actually happening. For a while, it was just rumors. Now sources have confirmed to ESPN. The Telegraph and the Wall Street Journal had this first, just to give them credit for this. But this is a really dark day for the PGA Tour. The tour that Jack and then Tiger and, of course, Arnie and, and that all of us have loved um, John Rahm is going to the Live Tour, and I, I thought maybe this uh, this merger would somehow stifle some of that. It has not. He's agreed to leave the PGA Tour for the Saudi-financed uh, 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 Live Golf League, and um, the, the money amount is staggering. The deal is believed to be... Longer than three years, it's worth more than $300 million. I've heard as much as five, $500 million, and will include an ownership stake for ROM and a new Live Golf team, according to sources. Live Golf is recruiting additional PGA player, tour players to fill out the roster of ROM's team. I mean, I, Aaron, you, you get around, and we're talking about toys for tots. You can't help but think. With this just massive, this largesse uh, of of funds, like what all what all this money could do. Now I don't know what they would do with it. I guess they can do whatever they want with it. But the PIF has now uh, spent more than three billion dollars. All right, that's the uh, that's the group. That's the Saudi group, uh, and the the. It's just kind of wild. Like you can't, you kind of think, well, they can't keep going. Uh, that that's not sustainable, and yet the money never ends. And uh, there will be a deadline, uh, December thirty first, to get an agreement done between the PGA Tour and Live. I don't know what this does to it. I don't know if this blows it up, makes it harder to do, makes the two sides dig in and come after each other. <clears throat> but Rom had been very loyal to the PGA Tour. He's also an extremely smart 
uh, and and he's been a good spokesperson for the tour. He's won 11 times and collected more than $51.5 million on the PGA Tour. This past season, he won four times and pocketed uh, about $16.5 million in purses. Of course, all of that pales in comparison to three to $500 million, whatever he's getting. Aaron, I, I could make the argument that Kepka hurt Mickelson, kind of he's too old at this point to I mean he made a difference just because of his standing in the game but he but he became kind of enemy number one um Dustin Johnson doesn't have that much personality pretty good player DeChambeau hurt some Bubba Watson Henrik Stinson didn't really do anything this is massive this speaks to the core of the game and this is someone at the peak of their abilities and um he already has a spot in the U.S. Open field through 2031 after winning the first major at the 2021 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in La Jolla. I mean, I, I just, I, I mean, as a golf fan, this is killer because we're not conditioned to watch this thing. Aaron, If I mean, like, we would be hard-pressed to be able to tell anybody where they could find the live. Right, I mean, maybe on some kind of streaming deal. They certainly don't put it on uh, PGA Channel. I mean, n- none of this stuff. None of the Golf Channel, I should call it. Um, CBS, anything else. It's on, like, I can't remember if they have a deal. It certainly wouldn't be USA. They may have some kind of streaming deal, but it's, like, it's very random. And yet they're paying the huge money. And people are leaving for this. So I would just say of the dark days since the live started, this is the darkest. This is the darkest. It's really happening. And John Rahm is leaving the uh, the PGA Tour. Again, this is, this is going to hurt Tiger. Uh, everybody, uh, Rory right now is reeling, I promise you, at this news. So this is a tough time. And, again, it just in the face of us wanting to help folks who are having a tough time during the holidays and, and how important a time this is, uh, yeah, this is just – it's hard to fathom uh, this kind of money and the fact that he's going to get about $500 million to go play in a golf league that, for the most part, people don't watch. I mean, Aaron, you're, you like watching golf in the majors and some of the big tournaments and, you know, Tiger and all of that. Like, John Rahm being famous and being an incredible golfer is not going to move the needle for you, is it? Are you going to now seek out the Live Golf Tour, or will you continue, for the most part, to ignore it? No, I don't, I, I don't really care. <laughs> the Live doesn't, just doesn't interest me at all. Yeah, well, it's uh, it has... Uh, this this has brought the PGA. I mean, it'll survive and it'll be okay. But John Rahm is the biggest name yet, and this is the hardest one to recover from. 
Uh, and uh, so we'll continue to keep our eye on that. But we got a lot of golf. We just did a golf thing the other day. Ridgewood has reopened, and we had Jimmy Cunningham, the director of golf, out there. The Baylor team's excited about that as they get to be on that Ridgewood course and practice. The women's team, Jay Goble, I believe Jay was just on with John. I, I was reading that earlier today that he was going to be on with J-Mo. Um, but, I mean, we, we love golf around here, maybe even more in Central Texas than other parts of the state. And so uh, I would say for golf fans, this one uh, will both anger and this will put a bit of a panic in the tour. And what the live is hoping is there's fallout from this, and, and John Rahm offers cover for a lot of guys who have been scared to go ahead and take the plunge, that having that big a name will then let the lesser players, 10 to 15 other players, kind of uh, use the shadow of John Rahm to race into, uh, into live golf. Wow. I mean, this is just, I had hoped the whole time. I mean, there was too much smoke. There was too much smoke. You knew something was up. But I had prayed that Rom would uh, would change his mind or, or that this was all a hoax. And it turns out it's not. And, Aaron, I've looked to make sure I'm actually on ESPN.com, and I am. <laughs> After yesterday, after yesterday, falling for one of those uh, fake Twitter. How dare they? How dare they put a fake Twitter together? All right, we'll continue. Huge show plan for you. Stephanie Sports Corner, 345. Jeff McLean, the, um, from the Philly Inquirer, big-time reporter for them. He's at 4. Uh, 5 o'clock, Chris Hummer, the king of the portal the king of the uh, transfer portal. He'll weigh in on a lot of these portal things. How are the teams doing it? What is he hearing about Baylor? What does he think Baylor's going to do at quarterback? Uh, Chris Hummer joins us at 5 o'clock. It is a power-packed show. We continue next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, 
lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamond and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we're excited to be out at uh, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. And, uh, boy, Mr. Carr, known him for a lot of years, our families have known each other, loves giving back to Central Texas, and then this year it's that U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots. They do it every year. Huge amount of unwrapped toys have been dropped off. It's not too late. You have until 6 o'clock today. The uh, U.S. Marines, Marine Corps, will distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. And uh, it's... uh, um, and, and then some of the deals out here that you should uh, think about. The Encore GX, the Envision, 3000 off, all 2023s, midsize SUVs, as low as 31 
31,890, and uh, it comes with all sorts of bells and whistles. And then on Clave, uh, the all 2024s have a, oh, man, almost a $1,300 rebate. Tremendous selection out here. And then GMCs, you're in some of those trucks, the 2024 Sierra Crew Cab SLTs and uh, the uh, MSRP. I mean, just really some incredible savings out here at Richard Carr. But, I mean, the, the, the spotlight, though, is on the uh, Toys for Tots. And uh, now through December 7th, um, and you can come out, again, drop off the unwrapped toys. Chuck Beach uh, just came out here, and, and uh, uh, I mean, he, he, he dropped off, I mean, bicycles, everything you can imagine. And uh, that was really cool and uh, to see and a great, uh, just a great example there. Uh, and we're just uh, we're extremely happy to have people get involved in Toys for Tots. All right, just come right out here to Richard Carr. That's K A R R. Anybody from this area certainly knows that. The uh, free uh, and you get a couple of free entrees at Logan's Roadhouse if you come before six o'clock. Uh, we'll be able to. Uh, hook you up on that and uh, very happy to do that logan's roadhouse we appreciate logan's being involved with uh toys for tots as well and uh, we'll be happy to fix you up and i mean those are some uh nice looking entrees out there at logan's roadhouse now uh injury reports kind of coming in for both cowboys eagles four o'clock one of the top Eagles beat riders in the country. There are two of them that I really like a lot. Tim McManus from ESPN and Jeff McLean from the Philly Inquirer. Jeff's a longtime pal of mine, and he'll be on with us at uh, 4 o'clock today. And I wanted to look and see the latest on the injury report. Um, Julio Jones, wide receiver for the Eagles, groin injury, did not practice today. Darius Slay, the cornerback, that's just a normal rest day for him. Uh, Zach Cunningham, um, limited with a hamstring. And then uh, full practice for some of the guys that have been banged up, including Fletcher Cox, the the tight end who hurt his forearm, Dallas Goddard, uh, Grant Calcaterra, another tight end who hurt his ankle. They were all full practice. And then Jack Stoll, another tight end. Three of the tight ends banged up, but they all went full practice today. Uh, the only uh, defensive player that was on here today practicing was uh, Fletcher Cox, and that would be a big uh, help to them. Now, one thing I'm trying to kind of keep an eye on is, like, how quickly they ramp up uh, Shaq Leonard because that's an interesting story. They beat the uh, the Cowboys out for him, and uh, we'll see we'll see where that where that ends up because that uh, I, I don't know. If Jerry took that personally or he'll, I mean, he, he usually gets past things pretty quickly, but it is something to keep an eye on. Um, the Darius Slay thing, there is optimism from a couple of days ago for the Eagles that he'll play against the Cowboys. Um, and then, uh, Aaron, I was just looking at that. They said Thursday's indoor practice and Sunday's game on turf, they're giving him a light uh, workload. And then, as I mentioned, he did not practice, but they they said that was simply a rest thing. Now, Aaron, you'll like this, and I'll bring this up with our guest at 4 o'clock. They 
they've there been fans out there. I, I love, I mean, how quickly Philly fans get mad at a team, again, that went into that game the other day 10-1. and one. Now, they had it handed to them by the uh, 49ers, but still, now they're only 10-2. They're still first place in FC East, still have a great chance at a, at a number one seed. And there were fans that showed up at the uh, – practice facility sitting out in the cold with Aaron a huge sign at the entrance that said run the ball run the ball and uh, there's some thought that um, Eagles are not running it enough part of the reason is that Hertz has not been as effective running it and they 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 seem to play better when uh, the quarterback is able to have some success in that area uh, but but everybody's looking at that. There's also been uh, word uh, on this. I don't think we talked about it this week, Aaron. The uh, head of security for the Eagles getting into it with the uh, 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw, and um, that that was just not a great scene. I mean, you know, you you have to as a uh, head of security, you're supposed to be calming things down. He was reaching out. I've met that guy at some point in my life. He's been around the Eagles. They used to have a guy that was an older guy, head of security. This is a younger guy. He's enormous. The Eagles already always have some big bruising presence as their head of security, but that's the only problem, Aaron. When you have like a massive football player-looking dude over there as your head of security that, that looks like a big weightlifter, they tend to engage when they should be trying to calm everything down. Like the Cowboys' longtime director of security is like used to be the head of security at American Airlines. Like, I mean, he's he was this um, ama- uh, Ron uh, Larry Wansley. He's this amazing guy. I still see him at games. He's in his early 80s now. But I mean, he was just like, and he would have to show up when players would get in trouble and all of that. But but he was never gonna like. He always had a suit on and all that kind of stuff. When you have some massive dude over there that looks like a football player, you might have a guy who gets involved in some of these skirmishes. There's no place for it. I mean, it's it's heated enough with whatever Greenlaw was doing. You can't have people out of uniform trying to get into it with him. Was it totally the guy's fault? I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, to me, it's kind of embarrassing when you have your – now, Aaron, they were very happy with him, Eagles fans, because what did he do? He took – um, one of the 49ers' best players out of the game. So in that respect, I guess it worked out. Uh, but again, to me, it's an embarrassing for an organization when your head of security has to get escorted off the field. He is supposed to be calming things down. Aaron, did you have a look at the film, the replays of that? I felt like I almost saw that more than any play this <laughs> yeah. past weekend. Is is Are those two kind of, to me... <sighs> I don't know if it was even that big of a – I mean, like, it was probably inappropriate, but I don't even know if I would have kicked Greenlaw out. For I mean, he, he, you know, maybe he shouldn't have done that, but I didn't see anything that made me think, oh, my gosh. I mean, did, did you think, Aaron, hey, that's he was trying to throw a punch and both those guys needed to be thrown out? No, I was really surprised. I thought it would just be, you know, a couple of offsetting 15-yard penalties. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I thought that could be the case, and uh, but they sent both of them uh, packing, and uh, that is uh, 
that is the uh, the situation. So, lots going on across the NFL. I mean, I this Zach Wilson thing that we talked about the other day. Uh, Zach is now going to be back uh, playing uh, in in for the Jets, and I mean, so hopefully, I think Aaron Rodgers raced to his defense. I think Aaron. I don't know. I mean, again, I don't like letting anonymous sources assassinate people's character. I think that was one thing that Rodgers was a little bit right on. Rodgers was kind of all over the map the other day. He was taking credit basically for uh, his stance on the pandemic, which was a little out there. But now it looks like Wilson will play. And I think Rodgers intervening for him and then his head coach coming out in his defense saved him from a lot of further indignity and embarrassment. Aaron, I, I just think if they didn't step in and help Wilson, I, I think they were going to leave him with a mark on his character that he would have a hard time coming back from. I mean, he's already playing poorly enough where I just don't know how many more chances he's going to get. But he's talented enough where he's probably going to get some chances, you know, to be a backup. But once you're labeled as a... Well, I mean, coward would be the word that would people would throw around in football if you truly put it out there that you didn't want to, that you were healthy and that you were scared to play because of risk of injury, then uh, then that's going to make you look bad the rest of your career. Aaron, I'm curious, do you think even though they've come to his defense that there's enough floating around about him that this will still damage his reputation? Or do you think Rodgers and, and, uh, and, uh, and Robert uh, uh, Sala, the, uh, the head coach, did enough troubleshooting to kind of rescue his reputation? Uh, I mean, his reputation wasn't great anyway. And his, Correct. I mean, it just, Correct. honestly, it, I, you're right. If, if it found out this was true, it would obviously be bad. But no matter how talented he is, as far as physical traits, he's been absolutely terrible as an NFL quarterback. So I think that's going to be the biggest factor <laughs> on him getting another job because they've got weapons. They've got a, a great number one receiver in Garrett Wilson. They've got Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook at running back. Had some line problems, but they just – he's been terrible. And I don't want to be – you know, I don't want to beat that dead horse. They, people have talked about it enough, but I yeah. think that'll be the biggest you know, factor. You kind of being blunt there reminded me, Aaron, we need to find out the head coach in college football because there's so many stories floating around my head. But it kind of made me laugh last night how blunt a head coach was. There was a quarterback that was transferring. Did you see that quote? And the coach came out and just said, well, I mean, I kind of admire how truthful he was because the coaches don't always do this. And he just said, well, basically, like, I don't blame the kid for uh, – for entering the portal, he said, our fans hated him. <laughs> I've never oh, heard wow. a coach wow. literally come out and, and and quote. I mean, like, there were people mad at Shapin last year. And, I mean, again, Shapin probably let that impact him too much. But, no, like, Dave Aranda was never going to come out and say, he might have talked about the noise and, and the hate or something like that, but he's never he was never going to say, our fan base hated our quarterback, and by the way, I don't think they did with Shapin. I mean, I think the fan base 
were frustrated with him. I think this year they gained a measure of respect for how tough he was and that he played pretty well at times on a really bad team. But I just thought that was really interesting that uh, that this guy came out and just said, our fans, he said, he, he said of his quarterback, um, he said he was, he said our fans hated him and he was miserable. And so it was, it was kind of basically saying he didn't mind that the kid transferred because of the way the fans were feeling about him. I'll find that here, and that might that'll be good for campus confidential. But I just I thought, oh my gosh, the truth of it. And Aaron, let's. Uh, I do I do find it also humorous that every single Mac quarterback is in the portal. You know how like good. The Mac is sometimes like Ohio or Toledo and all these places. You know, they'll put up pretty good numbers, right? And they, they play their games sometimes on Wednesday nights. I just, every day I see a, a new one, and they're all starters. Like, they've all had really good seasons, and they're all in the portal. I mean, I really feel for, um, like, the like UNT had a transfer come in this year and their quarterback was really good, extremely talented, Chandler Rogers. What does he do? Immediately go in the portal. What will happen to the UNTs and UTSAs of the world if Charlie Baker gets this thing going uh, with this new subdivision where schools can treat, you know, trust funds and all that kind of stuff? I, I, I had somebody here and say something kind of interesting to me. They, they think that Charlie Baker – in putting this, and I've been reading about it and reading coaches' takes on it, they think this is kind of a, a way of getting out ahead of the Big Ten and SEC just basically running off and doing their own thing. Like coming up with a some kind of framework where all these big-time schools could play under these rules, like that there may be some method to his madness here. I thought it was interesting, though, that the SEC commissioner – one of my old pals, Aaron, Greg Sankey. I knew him when. He was the Southland commissioner. We used to go have lunch and play golf and stuff, and now he's the SEC commissioner. But he was not happy. He was not pleased with Charlie Baker because he said, I serve on these committees, and I wasn't tipped off at all. Now you say, I mean, is this just SEC uh puffing out his chest maybe a little bit but Aaron I mean the SEC is important enough if you're going to come with some kind of massive new thing you might want to give them a heads up you might want to say hey thanks for serving on all these committees here's what we're thinking about but apparently they did not do that and a lot of this was done with uh, secrecy in mind Ooh, Aaron, our time. We've got to watch our time here because we got guessed at four, but we do not want to cut into oh, no. Stephanie's Sports Corner. That is next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women offer finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The variety at the show is extensive. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Event Center. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. 
QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is... uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, out here at uh, Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Just had a couple of people text me. They were headed over with some unwrapped toys. This is the Toys for Tots annual thing that they do out here. Mr. Carr, the whole gang, do a great job. Roy Carr, uh, longtime buddy of mine. Richard Goff, I mean, it's a good crew out here. Uh, and uh, they, they're doing some really neat things. The, the amount of toys is kind of staggering. Uh, people uh, just love doing nice things this time of year. The uh, U.S. Marine Corps will distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. And uh, toys for tots. I mean, this sounds like something Steph, uh, Stephanie curry our steph curry would want to get involved with i mean a very altruistic uh young woman somebody that likes to get out there in the community and really give back all right when she's not working out and doing zumba and doing all those uh those kind (laughs) of uh, classes so big zumba uh oh loves a good studio loves doing all that so uh man just stuff happening today fast and furiously and we're going to kind of keep you up to date. And then at 4 o'clock, coming up in about uh, 10 minutes, we do have a major Eagles insider. Whoa, whoa, uh, that we'll share with you. But uh, now you know exactly what time it is. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels. And now, here's Stephanie. Well, it is uh, Stephanie, and um, Stephanie, I know uh, you love what's going on over here. Toys for Tots. Love it. You are someone who comes on on a daily basis and generally tells us about, hey, here's a way to give back. Here's what you can do in Central Texas. But, uh, man, taking care of our little ones, it's such a special time of the year. And appreciate Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac and the whole gang out here. Love the staff out here and uh, and uh, the U.S. Marine Corps uh, Toys for Tots campaign. It's a good one. It's a good one, and uh, we love being a part of this. I like kind of sitting right here in the middle of it, watching I, one of our buddies brought in a big sack full of toys earlier, and um, although he, he's lost a lot of weight recently and did not have the – Chuck did not have the Santa look – uh, that that some folks do when they have a bag, but uh, Stephanie, um, how are uh, how are things going today? And uh, are you do you continue to be concerned about the uh, about Mike McCarthy and his availability for Sunday night? The Cowboys coach uh, had appendicitis 
And uh, we talked about it yesterday. Your father played right through it. We'll see <laughs> if Mike can do the same. Well, you know, I think I think if he's not there, I still think the Cowboys will be okay. I think you have enough coaches on that coaching staff that can coach them through a game. That's my personal opinion. But um, I, I've been so busy today, Matt, and I haven't really been keeping up on any news break on how he's doing. But uh, I do know... Do you know that if uh, his blood pressure is right and everything like that, they will they will release him from the hospital and release him. I do know that. Now, if he needs like some okay, motivation, Doctor <laughs> Steph. Well, I'm just Dr. saying, Doctor Steph has shown up on the scene. Yes, I have. Yeah, Lee. But my dad could so just bad, coach him through way. it. Hey, what? <laughs> can I just walk you and Aaron through a situation? I, I know what you do. Like I just didn't know it. Well, I didn't know exactly. Like, I knew there was kind of like a cubicle behind me. And you know my voice. It carries. It carries. It's even loud. Even when I'm trying not to. Yeah, yeah, I can talk. I'm in radio. What am I supposed to do? Right. Like, whisper around. Right. But I just finally stood up to kind of see what was going on behind me. And there's a, <laughs> there's a guy trying to, like, make calls and, you know, do his sales work and everything. And like, all you hear is right Matt Mosley in the back Next to me. Well, I just want to, like, go try to find him some more office space. I mean, yeah, really. he cannot – this cannot be easy to make hey, calls. Hey, that's an employee so commi- that may do, committed. You know, that's an employee know. that's doing his job. I'm going <laughs> to – here in a second, I'm going to I'm gonna stand up and, and see if I can get his name live on the air and apologize <laughs> yeah. to him for for ruining his day. You tell him probably... I usually just do it to I usually just do it to our listeners, not not the employees of Richard Carr. Oh go, man. Way to go. Uh Stephanie, what what's on your mind? I, I, I don't want to rush you, but we're 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 up against it. Mainly my fault as usual. If you do come by and see me at Richard Carr, there is a good chance I will find a way to put you on the air in the five o'clock hour, so you can you, you can feel like you got your whole, you know, your money's worth today. And I, by the way, that team of sponsors you have, I don't want any of them upset with me. My <laughs> right. gosh, that is a that is a murderer's row. That's uh, a great group of people, and uh, we appreciate them yeah. so much. And uh, they uh, they have uh, they've really embraced the Mosley show uh, since you started coming on with me. Now, what's on your mind today? Well, so I was reading uh, on the Googles. I came across the story, and I I don't remember who wrote it, but it is true. You can look it up. Okay, we're off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So That's... there's a guy who's 58 years old, and his name is Scott England. Okay, and he has always wanted to be a boxer and he his inspiration life was Muhammad Ali and he got to meet Muhammad Ali um years ago so he actually I didn't know this but you have to be sanctioned in the world of boxing like you have to I guess be licensed so he went and started training and he just had his first boxing match in Nashville Tennessee it was like a regional boxing event and here's the thing, <laughs> poor guy, he did all this training. Now remember, 58 years old, he gets into the ring to fulfill his dream, and he's up against a 21-year-old. And the 21-year-old boxer's name was Jashawn Hunter. Now, bless Mr. England's heart, because he was in there for five seconds and was knocked out. <laughs> so, oh, 
So no happy ending. No happy ending. <laughs> but he did he did get back up and um of course, you know, he didn't make it past the, you know, ten counts or whatever. And uh but good for jo- Sean Hunter because they shook hands afterwards and Hunter was like, Well, I just um you helped me get over my losing streak. So anyways, good for Mr. England, fifty eight years old. But the funny, this isn't funny, but it is funny to me. So the Guinness Book of World Records called him and said, we'd like to talk to you um, because you have a unique place in history as being the oldest boxer and being knocked out in five seconds. You hold the world record. So um, we we can look forward to that. Um, But on a controversy side. They should not sanction stuff like this. This is, I mean, honestly. Well, honestly, he could, I don't think. He's lucky he didn't die. I know. Um, And the fans that were there were really upset. Like, you know, why would you do this? Absolutely. Because um, it's not fair, number one. He could have been really, really hurt. um, But he took it in stride and was like, you know, I got to get in a ring. Always wanted to. Um, You know, it did kind of hurt. But I don't even remember getting knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) But he got back up because I did fulfill a dream. So, you know, yay for you. But... I don't think that any 50-year-olds should be, you know, fighting 20-year-olds. I mean, no matter no matter what, 20-year-olds just, you know. Bring this up again with me when we have a little more time. <laughs> so we can talk about because it. Because I, yeah, no, I was an amateur boxer. It was a very short um, reign. I mean, I, it was a Waco boxing club. There was this great in East Waco. It was East Waco. Let me think about it. Or was that West Waco? Anyway, I was in law school at Baylor, and I joined a local, like, boxing club. Mm-hmm. And then years later, my trainer, my boxing trainer, and I don't think he claims me anymore if you've seen <laughs> me, but he he had, he also trains the welterweight champion of the world, and he may have lost it recently, but Errol Spence Jr. So mm-hmm. I do, uh, I, I'm, I'm big into uh you're big into the, the boxing. Game. Yeah. I enjoy that. All right, here's Stephanie. I'm sorry. If you want to come, do a little more radio. I will try. If not, we can talk tomorrow. Come by. I'll try. Come by. I mean, Toys for Tots is a great cause. It is. It and is. I know one of the things our owner is always emailing and texting me, guys, I need you all to get more involved in the community. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, oh, thank you. Thank you. There she goes. Uh, Steph Curry off into the night. Now, big time sports writer covers the Eagles. I've known him for many years. Philadelphia Inquirer. It is Jeff McLean. He joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Well, it's that time again most wonderful time of the year and just like most of us the foundation doctors thinking about home and family hey dad hi jay what you working on i'm building a gingerbread house that's cool why's the door so crooked and why is your chimney leaning like that i guess my house needs the foundation doctor (laughs) you're such a goofy kid is your house starting to look like a pinterest project gone wrong are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. 
From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctor is just like old Santa Claus. Just like old Santa, we make house calls. Holiday gift giving is now upon us. At Morrison Gifts, we want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. A Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchases. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Betty. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at Leard'sFurniture.com. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. With our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder. For as little as $2.99 a month, take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Right here on ESPN Central Texas, Jeff McLean uh, joining us now from Philly, and uh, Jeff, the calm before the storm—it's uh, it's happening, and man, there's a lot on the line Sunday night. It'll be uh, it'll be great to have you in town. I hope you could hear that one uh, commercial: enchiladas, tacos—that should get you excited about a trip to the Metroplex where you can truly get some of the Tex-Mex you, you miss out on in Philly. I remember going to some taco place in Philly, and it did not quite do the trick. So I hope that piqued your interest, sir. <laughs> uh, we got some good tacos here. I guess, did I take you there? I must have taken you to the wrong place. Uh, no, I can't remember the name of it. You, I went with a certain tight end. Who I, you uh, know, I was once close with, um, and yeah, uh, I don't you, know you, you were not far time. away. Yeah, uh, Brent Selleck. I wonder where Brent is these days. I wonder if he's still around town or if he's filtered. But surely he is. I don't know if you ever see him around. I saw around. him today. I saw him today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
He's like a part-time helper Eagles, in drum practice. They never go away, do they? They're either they either turn into uh, I saw like the Commanders recently, and I was like, oh, there's Brian Mitchell, there's so and so, there's like none of them ever go away. They're either on you know radio or they have podcast or something, and there's and there's always some former Eagle or Cowboy firing people up, right? Like Donovan McNabb will do it occasionally. Um, you always uh, you always hear from them. What about this? Uh, this Shaq Leonard thing is interesting, isn't it? It's kind of like the uh, pre-fight. I mean, it's kind of like leading up to the big battle, the undercard. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys both wanting Shaq Leonard, the services of Shaq Leonard, and Eagles went out, and it led to Jerry saying something like, well, Shaq wanted to go to the place where he had the best chance to win a Super Bowl or win. And I thought it was a very honest moment for Jerry. I'm like, Jerry, do you realize kind of what you're saying in the aftermath of this player choosing Philly? But I understand the head coach, Sirianni, uh, may have played a, a fairly large role in uh, in Leonard's decision. Yeah, that's what he said yesterday when we spoke to him. You know, they knew each other from Indianapolis. And, and if you recall, when Nick uh, had that disastrous uh, – <laughs> opening press conference uh, after he'd been named the Eagles head coach, Leonard actually came out and defended him, um, you know, out of respect, I guess. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously he probably thought that this guy has the chops to be a good head coach. And for the most part he has. And then now he's here playing for him again, although he didn't technically really play for him because he's offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, but yeah. he's playing for Nick here in Philadelphia. And um, I imagine we'll see some of them. I don't think we'll see him out there for all the snaps, but uh, he'll he'll be out there a little bit. Can we ignore certain takes in the NFL? Isn't that amazing that David Carr take on Hertz and, and and I had to I had I was like oh I didn't know David Carr was still doing stuff. I guess I guess that was on the NFL Network. And then I'm always torn between like. You'd rather just ignore it when somebody says something idiotic, but then of course. It goes so crazy out there, and everybody's dunking on him and all of that. Um, what a strange take that was. I don't know if he's tried to walk it back or whatever, but, I mean, I, I would say probably with Jalen Hurts, um, and he's even coming off a, a tough effort and getting banged up in that game, a weird thing to, to say, well, I think this team might function better with Mariota as the, <laughs> as the quarterback right now. Was I mean – Again, that's just baffling, but I am curious where Jalen is right now. You feel like health-wise, um, saw him come back out. It was a great sign in that game saw him when he came back out because I thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the huge story before this game. I never knew it would be David Carr saying something ridiculous. But where is Hurts? Because he's had a ter- you know terrific year, but, uh, but right now seemingly I guess he's, he's been banged up a little bit at times. I, mean, I think David Carr qualified his statement by saying that uh, he should rest because he's not 100%. But, I mean, I think Jalen, Jalen hasn't been on an injury report yet this year. I mean, he's got obviously knee issues and wearing like a soft brace on it. Um, and it doesn't, you know, sometimes look as explosive when he's running out there. But he's fine. I mean, he's like all these guys are banged up you know, a little bit and even at the quarterback position. So I, I don't think the health is a huge thing. Um, and in terms of his play – well, this last game, it was not one of his better games. He, he definitely held the ball too long, missed some downfield throws that he should have thrown. Um, wasn't all on him, obviously. And, and San Francisco's got great defense, and they had a really good game plan. 
for limiting the Eagles in the run game, and then that forced Jalen to have to throw it uh, against two deep safeties, and you know how that goes sometimes. Um, but, you know, I think for the, you know, he got off to a rough start. They had a new offensive coordinator here calling plays, and I think that dealt into, uh, that played a part in the struggles early on. But then he kind of got really into a groove, and there were, there were weeks um, where he, you know, I wouldn't say literally carried the team or even figuratively say they carried the team, but he certainly willed the team uh, to victories against the Bills. Uh, Kansas City had, had some pretty good uh, moments as well. Obviously a good team there. Uh, Cowboys in the first meeting. There were three really bad offensive drives when they got ahead late in that game. But up to that point, he had played pretty well. So I think Jalen is still learning. He's still progressing. He's only 25 years old. So, you know, um, he's still got a lot to, to learn in terms of being consistent week in and week out. Um, so if you step back and look at the bigger picture, I think there are a lot of areas in which he has shown some growth. Um, I do think that the injury and just the Eagles wanting maybe to protect their investment a little more has factored into why he hasn't been as um, as and the offense hasn't been as productive because he's just not running as much. The zone read game, the RPO game, hasn't been as prevalent this year. And if you know, you obviously you do from the last year especially. I mean that you know opens up a lot of space for the Eagles not only for the receivers uh, in the passing game, but certainly the running backs in the run game. All right. Um, and, and you had the run the ball people out at uh, – now, where do they set up for something yeah. like that, Jeff? Give me the uh, proximity to the uh, – is that right outside the uh, practice facility right there, the, the NovaCare yeah, Center? Well, actually, not far uh-huh. from where I am. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, um, it's I, – I, UCA has gotten um, collectively uh, – raise their football IQ over the last how many years, because that was not the problem. The fact that they didn't run the ball enough. The, the, the problem was they couldn't run the ball and that's basically why they abandoned it. And then they got behind. So um, that's an old kind of narrative uh, that when the Eagles lose and you look at the stat sheet and say, Oh my God, the only ran running backs only ran nine times. They didn't run the ball <laughs> enough, but that's just not the case. And, and you know, as well as I know, uh, in fact, if you look at the Eagles overall, I think they're fifth in terms of rushing attempts. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- that's well, not, you know, that's not how you, you don't pound the football. If, if you can't, if you're only getting two and a half yards per carry, that's just not, that's not making sense. You're pounding your head against the wall otherwise. Um, so yeah, those guys, um, you know, Nick sent out some coffee and uh, apparently they sent them on their way. Cause when <laughs> I got down here, they were gone. <laughs> what, do, what do you get a sense from Eagles fans and even the Eagles coaches, everything, this game, watching the Cowboys and how they performed recently, had a close call against the Seahawks. but uh, And that was a good game, that first one uh, that they had. Uh, and the Cowboys have been incredible at home. I mean, 14 straight. They've blown a lot of people yeah. out at home. Where, where I mean, this really does feel like, and I guess the Eagles would still hold the tiebreaker uh, even with a loss a Sunday. But what what is the what, what's the sense that you get uh, from not only the, the fan base, but just from the, the Eagles team, kind of the state of that team, and then looking at the way the Cowboys are playing. Because quite honestly, Dak is kind of now in the MVP conversation, and he's looking a little bit like Jalen's looked in the past. And I'm thinking about last season, uh, the way the way Dak's been in a rhythm. And it was funny, the 49ers woke the Cowboys up, by the way, several weeks ago with a 42-10 thing. And I think the Eagles are kind of hoping uh, that loss has the same impact on them. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously it's the it's end days here in Philadelphia, but uh, in the outside, I guess the locker room, <laughs> or outside the New York complex. But uh, look, I mean, they got their asses handed to them. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, I think style stylistically, and the fact that Eagles have been they were down at linebacker um, didn't bode well for them in in that matchup, um, especially you know when you get the ball in the hands of the, you know the Debo's Samuels and the Christian McCaffrey's and and the George Kittles of the world. Um, but look, this is still a good team. They're, they're ten and two. They they beat the Cowboys the last time they played them. It wasn't the prettiest effort, and um, but I, I think you could say the same thing about the Cowboys as well. But you know, I mean, certainly it's daunting. They haven't won in in Dallas since 2018, I believe. And uh, and this team, as you mentioned, has won 14 in a row. They're playing very well. Obviously, Dak Prescott, uh, Mike McCarthy seems to have uh, tapped into um, something there. Uh, these last several weeks, and as you mentioned, the San Francisco game after those three interceptions seemed to be a little bit of a wake-up call. And I guess maybe the Eagles are hoping for the same. And you know, and I think it will be to some to some um, extent. Um, look, they still have a lot of talent. They still have, you know, look at the offensive side of the ball. They're getting Dallas Goddard back. They still have two of the better receivers in, in the league, and AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. They have a great offensive line, and Jalen Hurts has been playing well. I mean, last last week was a little bit of a blip. Um, on the radar screen, but I don't think it's uh, a doom or gloom here. Um, all that being said, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a tough test for the Eagles because I think um, they probably, maybe Dallas saw maybe some areas that they could exploit that maybe they hadn't seen since the, since the San Francisco film. Are you monitoring this appendicitis uh, situation? Mike McCarthy has surgery. He may be back. He's trying to target Sunday. I don't know if this is going to be a distraction. Yeah. What's that? I was definite. I thought it was definite he was back. Mm, I mean, they're saying that, but I think they're just talking to him and hoping he's going to be back. No, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's that's the coaches the addressing the players right now. Yeah, I mean, addressing the media. The coaches are sort of speaking on Mike's behalf. So he is not back as of yet. The thought is he is, and they asked Schottenheimer today, and, you know, he was like, yeah, we, we did talk about football, and he said there's only two things he talks about, you know, football and Pittsburgh. The only two things Mike McCarthy really likes to talk about. So uh, from – his recovery, and I know people come back from that pretty quickly, but uh, goodness. I mean, and again, he's not like he's having to run up and down the sideline, but he just turned 60 years old. I think from that Pittsburgh, it would it would really, because he didn't, he couldn't do it during COVID. He missed a game. I also think he wouldn't like, I mean, if, if they beat the Eagles and Dan Quinn is their interim head coach for the game, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's not great optics. Uh, I'm not saying that's gonna you know, McCarthy's gonna lose his job because of it, but I'm just saying that may hasten his recovery a little bit. Well, I, I'm right, and I guess Sean Hammer has to call plays, so I guess it'll be run first down, Correct. second down, run through down. <laughs> and, you got, and you got defensive-minded head coaches, uh, you know, and Dan Quinn, right? They're, they're gonna be running the ball a lot. Hey, yeah. what's, what's ever better? They don't. Me, and they, <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't know what Quinn would have him do, but he did win that last game, and I think uh, fans would feel okay. Although Mike's called some good games and everything, uh, he, I mean he's been doing well, and the offense is putting up big numbers. From a uh, uh, Fletcher, I was just thinking about um, you know the defense right now. 
and uh, he's been banged up, but I think I saw he was a full go today. What is the defense? Uh, one of the reasons they brought in Shaq Leonard, I know the Eagles have been banged up at linebacker, uh, waiting to see what Darius Slay, although I think wouldn't that just rest today. What is the, what's the health factor of that uh, Eagles defense? Yeah, I guess you, know, you mentioned Fletcher first. I mean, he played, you know, despite the groin injuries full, so I think he'll be fine. Um, Zach Cunningham okay. is returning. Uh, he had a hamstring last week, but that's that certainly played a part in um, what happened last week versus San Francisco in that position. Um, and then Darius Slay has a knee issue, and they're just resting him. And they played, they practiced indoors today on turf, and they got next two games are on turf. And I think they're just trying to maintenance the the veteran cornerback, which um, you know is certainly something that I think uh, raises. Some alarms, some main alarms, raises some bells in terms of uh, ring some bell. I don't know well, what's the cliche I'm looking for, Matt. But um, yeah, because yeah, kind of this is a guy thing. that doesn't, doesn't, just not as explosive as he used to be. And you know, smart cornerback can kind of compensate for what he lacks in, in speed nowadays. But I think that would, you know, that's that's something to be concerned about. Maybe not for this game, but uh, maybe as the season progresses. All right. Well, this fan base does not like Sirianni, and I think it's been – I think that's been great. I, I mean, I kind of like his reactions, and uh, he's become kind of a uh, – I mean, you, you need some enemies between – I mean, you already have the hatred between the two fan bases, but you need people in these games that people can get mad at and all that kind of stuff. And Sirianni, I mean, his reactions to things – Things he says, and there's more cameras than ever, obviously. Things he says, like when he's walking off the field, uh, he's really gotten under the skin of Cowboys fans, and I wouldn't think he minds that. But I think that's good for the rivalry and good for the deal, and it's kind of fun to see both teams having a really good season because it gives us a great uh, a great showdown Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Nick being who he is. Uh, I don't think that there's – I'm sure there's some people in the building that would rather he not do some of the things he does. Um, you know, why give anybody more fodder? Um, and, and, you know, but at this level, I don't know how much motivation players and coaches need, especially in a big game like this. Um, you know, that's maybe just kind of outside noise. Um, but, you know, Nick's a fiery guy, and he's, you know, he's certainly developed a, a reputation with officials around the league. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, you. I don't know how, I don't know how coach, what coaches think about, think of him. Um, because they, you know, when he's not in that mode, he's pretty, he's a pretty docile guy. Um, but when he's in uh-huh. like competitive or coaching mode, that's when you see him at his most animated. Yeah. And he's animated against the Cowboys, especially so, uh, which I, I love even Howie. Yeah. One of those games recently, I saw Howie down there celebrate on the sideline. He ran off the field and everything. So uh, that's kind of uh, funny considering uh, uh, you and I, you know, knowing him over the years. Uh, sorry about Penn State's uh, defensive coordinator. I'm sure that's not top of uh, mind for you, but that is your that is your beloved uh, alma mater. And uh, I do believe he's taken the uh, Duke job. So uh, just wanted to pass along my thoughts to you on that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very kindly. Um, yeah, yeah, we would have taken the offensive yeah. coordinator, but that's okay. All right. All right. Well, people in Waco, they love getting to meet you. And so it's good to get to hear from you again on the, uh, the long lost uh, Kevin Cobb series. I still pull that up every once in a while to kind of look back at some of those. Baylor now has a new offensive coordinator, Jake Spavital. 
all right, from the Air Raid family. And by the way, when you fly into town, consider, if you're staying Fort Worth direction, consider T. Garcia's if you've never done it before. That's kind of like a, I mean, that's a, that's a staple and something you guys need to do at some point. Just wanted to put that on your radar. Try and check it out. Okay. All right. That's family-style Mexican. I thought we lost you there for a second. Jeff, I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll holler at you soon. I'll see you Sunday right. night. Thanks, Matt. See you Sunday. Okay. All right. There he goes, Jeff McClain. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Maybe he needed to, to get going there. But uh, good to have him and lots of interesting information on the uh, Eagles and Cowboys um yeah that is uh that is um that's just interesting to uh to break this all down and uh I, I just think there's a lot going on and the Eagles are now and their fan base is in the same place the Cowboys fan base was after losing to the 49ers this is not a great headspace to be in before a huge showdown especially a place where the cowboys never seem to lose anymore at home uh, this is by far the most important game of the season to this point if the cowboys win it they are truly back in a race to have home field advantage and win the division that is massive that is bigger than at any point before i, I do not love their chances uh, really against the 49ers in any possible way. But what if they could put that game off? What if they could somehow put that game off until the NFC title game, a place they never get to? Uh, it would be enormous, and so that is something to track. All right, Campus Confidential coming up at 440 today, and, I mean, the portal is hopping. And then we happen to have with us today – uh, the guy who's kind of known as the nation's foremost authority when it comes to the transfer portal, let's ask him about Baylor. Let's see how active they've been. And let's ask him about a record start to the portal. Over 1,100 players in that. Uh, next, we continue on, and we'll get you uh, caught up. I've got some thoughts on uh, college basketball. That's next. Go Cowboys! This is Cowboys football 2023. Back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked up. It's Bland. Only heard here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC. GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive, Exit Waco. 
From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktail open to the public seven days a week 5 to 10 p.m and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 north robinson drive just off the famous waco traffic circle it is the element waco hotel and ask about our discounted rates for november and december now back to the matt mosley show on espn central texas it is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show, and uh, great to uh, great to have folks coming by today. We do this every year. I love the, we're wrapping up Toys for Tots, and uh, right out here at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, the uh, unwrapped toys. Just a great amount out there. You guys have been extremely generous. Come by. Uh, if you come by before six o'clock, uh, I got some mate hook you up with a couple of meals at Logan's Roadhouse. We'll do that for you. Just uh, come, uh, drop those unwrapped toys off, then come around the corner. We'll take care of you. And then uh, once you do that, the Marines, U.S. Marine Corps, 
will distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. And uh, and if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase uh, $100 worth of toys in your name to uh, to continue to load up. And he's already put a lot of those in here. We are excited to see it. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit uh, in Waco and uh, would love to see it. some of the deals they have going on out here are really good. Some of the some of the GMC I was looking at that Sierra Crew Cab a minute ago, SLT, that's 2024, and uh, all kinds of rebates. Um, I mean, it's really tremendous what comes, uh, how much money you can save. Uh, off that MSRP if you come out here and check these things out. All right, Campus Confidential coming up. Uh, that was some good information. Jeff McLean with uh, uh, my longtime friend, Philadelphia Inquirer. We spent a lot of time on the road over the years. Um, he mentioned how all those tight ends are healthy. They were all on the injury list today, three of them, but they all practice. Goddard's one of them. And, uh, and, and so they, they should be loaded up there. And then at uh, wide receiver, uh, they, I mean, they're just, they've got, they're really deep. I mean, that's one of the teams. Cowboys are really good at wide receiver right now. And uh, the Eagles are the same. And uh, I would say if the Cowboys have an advantage right now, Eagles were not physical at all in the secondary. What I'm anxious to see is will they pick on, uh, Deron Bland. I mean, that was that was ugly the other night. What Seattle did to Deron Bland. Now he got an interception, and he is the king of the pick six. But uh, that did not uh, that did not look great for him. They went at him. We'll see if Jalen Hurts d- uh, does that. the uh, The Cowboys are going to have to tackle. It's something the Eagles did not do against the 49ers, and quite honestly, they were not physical. And in some respect, you could make the argument that the 49ers punked the Eagles, and they did it to the Cowboys five or six weeks ago, and the Cowboys kind of used it as a wake-up call. I don't know what the Eagles are going to do. Uh, they might, uh, they might uh, uh, you know, bounce back from that. The other, uh, uh, you know, huge... Uh, uh, news today is it became official that uh, John Rahm is leaving the PGA Tour for Live Golf. He's going to make over $300 million. This is a massive blow to the PGA. Those of us who love that tour and have loved everything about it, going back to Jack and Arnie and into Tiger and the whole gang, it, this is a... Uh, it's a horrible day for the PGA Tour. We knew this might be happening. We had heard rumors. ESPN's confirmed it. Uh, Washington, uh, uh, the uh, Wall Street Journal was uh, was first on this, and so uh, it's a really uh, it's a really bad deal. And and I uh, uh, it, it Rom is one of the uh, well, he's just I mean just one of the the greats in golf right now, and he's fun to watch. And he's been a leader, and he's been a voice. And for someone like that, at the peak of his career, to leave and go to this, uh, this the uh, Saudi uh, public investment fund, I mean, it, it, it speaks of a couple of things. It's 
it's not it's not believing in the PGA Tour, and then it's just it's finally they reached a point where the money was so high he couldn't turn it down. And you say, well, I can't be bought. And there's some people who maybe that's the case, but for him there was a level, and he will make at least three hundred million dollars to make this move. All right, it's been rumored to be even as much as four hundred and fifty million dollars. It is uh, it is a, a shocking amount. And it is uh, something that, uh, oh, man, uh, that we're going to monitor. But it is a bad, bad day uh, for, uh, for the PGA Tour. And, uh, and the commissioner and everybody's going to have to respond to this. I think people will want to know what Roy McIlroy says about this. What will Tiger say about this? But for people who love golf, this is a dark day because while they have big players like Kepka and others, this is a monster, and uh, and this is a, a really a really bad uh, bad deal. Now we already have what's strange is here at four thirty we've already got NBA action tonight because we've got like the semifinals of the NBA in season tournament if you can believe it. I don't know why they started the thing at four o'clock this afternoon. Beats me. I think it's because it's in Vegas and they want to, you know, they don't want it to go too late tonight. But the Bucks are up on the Pacers, twenty-three uh, to twenty, and uh, so we need to uh, we we'll kind of monitor that. There's another big game later. I was watching the Clippers last night, and um, uh, there's just there's just stuff breaking all over the portal world, all over college football. Uh, Duke did find a coach. It is the former Penn State defensive coordinator, uh, Manny Diaz, and so that's a big deal for them. Last night I was watching college basketball, and the University of Texas, what Shaka Smart, the former UT coach, did to them was just an embarrassment to the program. They went to uh, where the Bucks play. They played in Milwaukee, and I looked up Aaron with about four and a half minutes left, and it was 81 to 49. 81 to 49. Texas, the number 12 ranked team in the country. Uh, excuse me, I think they were, uh, I think I'm trying to think, Marquette was 12, and maybe Texas was 8. But anyway, the two of them play, and Marquette runs them out of the gym. I mean, it's one thing to get beat. Baylor got beat pretty badly last year by Marquette, and I appreciate the job that Shaka has done. Aaron, there's a player for Marquette that everybody needs to be aware of and watch. His name is Kolek, and he's he's a he's just a dude. He's in in everybody's face. He's a pest. He's a lefty who can shoot. He can play defense. Uh, he he's he is one of the most fun players in college basketball right now. Keep your eye out for them. And by the way, the Oklahoma Sooners are actually playing some basketball. They right now have the number nineteen team in the country, and they have a player, and I believe his name is McCallum. And he has emerged as a poor man's Allen Iverson type. Uh, he ducks and dives. He gets where he needs to be. And then, Aaron, we may need some fanfare ready. Let's celebrate the Big 12 wins the Big East Big 12 battle. All right? the uh, There it is. That's right. Hold your applause. Uh, and, again, this is a strange 
uh, thing that has emerged in you have a conference and another conference. And I respect the Big East. They play a great brand of basketball. But what are we doing when we play a conference against conference battle and we play it out over like five or six days? Aaron, I, I swear it's been like seven days since the first one. Uh, the, the Big 12 wins the battle, and kudos to them. But that's what we're talking about. So, And Scott Drew made a good point on our show the other day. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it like the you do it during conference season, and you do the, the SEC Big 12 Challenge, and almost every team in the Big 12, uh, they have 14 teams now, they'll soon have 16. I would say 12 of the teams play 12 of the SEC teams, and they do it on the same day. And so you can have four of those games on ESPN, four games on ESPN2, a couple of games on ESPN+, and then you have a challenge. Then you have something that's actually kind of fun. Um, And then, Aaron, we need to, as we get into Campus Confidential, get everybody caught up on what is happening with Kansas State. That is a mess, and I don't know. Now they're worried that Jerome Tang will get mad at what happened and he'll leave. I think that's probably a little bit too much. I, I think Jerome is very loyal, and he'll be, he's going to hang in there, and they're going to continue to be okay. But there's a player who they had a rally for yesterday, and last night the AD had to put out a statement and say, he is no longer going to be a part of our program moving forward. We still don't know all the details and don't know why Naquan Tomlin uh, was put in this, you know, whatever happened or what he did that night in that bar that got him in trouble. We know he got arrested for disorderly conduct. We know that they were trying to provide a path where he could stay close to the team and find his way back on the team. At some point, everybody on the, in the program and, and the fan base started uh, trying to rally to him. The parent, what it looks like is the president did not appreciate the way this all went down, and the president made the AD release the player. Now everybody's very, very upset with the president and wants him out. Wow. Wow. Maybe Baylor's on to something. I've I've found it interesting that other schools, Board of Regents and President, get heavily involved in athletics. Baylor has a president who shows up at all the games, but when Dave Aranda's job is on the line, no public comment. Nothing said. Board of Regents didn't say anything. Interesting. Other places, when they make a hire at University of Houston, A&M, Board of Regents are out there, man. They're in the middle of it. They're talking. They're saying stuff. Um, Baylor, boy, they keep they, – it's a, it's a different situation. So I have been very interested recently watching how other presidents and ADs handle things. And uh, this K-State thing has become a mess, and it looks like the athletic director had to fall on his sword and make a decision he didn't believe in. And, um, and now K-State people are worried, what if Jerome Tang – remembers this, and if somebody comes after him, would he leave? It's a possibility. I, again, I think Jerome is committed to the university, but and I, Jerome has not texted me about this, but I promise you he has to be upset about this because he wanted to help rehabilitate and bring this player back, and the AD or the president took it completely out of his hands. So interesting stuff going on in Manhattan which culminated in a protest 
yesterday. Uh, we can get back into some of that. we got a lot of different ways to go. The transfer portal is hopping in a big way. Uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. Let's do it next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears John Morris for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Let nothing stand between you and the tree stand with this great offer on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo, and a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $500. Now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It's uh, Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton alongside as we come to you from Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, the Toys for Tots campaign. Today it concludes, but it's not too late. Here we are, and uh, we had some folks come by earlier in the program. Oh, uh, uh, Pete Sessions, uh, longtime aide, and, and uh, man, just does such a great job for him. Uh, Chuck Beach, uh, 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 always been uh, good friends. I've known Pete forever. And uh, Pete listens to the show quite a bit. But they, uh, Chuck came by with a big load of gifts for Toys for Tots, had a bicycle. Um, I don't think he rode the bike up here, but loaded the bike in his truck and then uh, put it in there. There's just a uh, trailer. There's a back of a truck bed. People in Central Texas are always incredibly generous. You still have time. Until 6 o'clock, bring the un- unwrapped toys and then uh, – the Marines will distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. And then if you come up here, we'll uh, we'll throw in some uh, free entrees. Love a good entree. Over at Logan's Roadhouse. Golly, man. I may go over there. I may go over there. But I would love to share some entrees with our listeners. And if you stop by my broadcasting area I'll extend that helping hand. Here's a young man right now. Looks like he might like some Logan's Roadhouse. I'll, we'll fix him up. But uh, people have been extremely generous, and we appreciate everybody who's been involved in this uh, Toys for Tots campaign. Thank you, Richard Carr. Thank you, Richard Goff. Roy, the whole gang. Uh, good group, man. Everybody, everybody I've ever met out here, I've really enjoyed. So come out here. And I'm sitting next to, I'm basically... I'm, I'm almost on the hood of a Trans Am as I do the show. And uh, I think they would prefer I not get up on the hood of this vehicle, but it's a it's a pretty-looking uh, muscle. I mean, it just kind of has a – I don't know if you call a Trans Am a muscle car, maybe, but it, it really does have a – there's a machismo attached to this thing that's, whoa, this thing. It looks like it might get out from under you, but a good-looking vehicle. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us in the uh, in Campus Confidential? Former Baylor offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes is set to take a job at Kansas as their new offensive coordinator. Grimes has ser- had served as Baylor's offensive coordinator for the last three years. He won the Royals Award for the nation's – or was nominated for, for, for the Royals Award, which goes to the nation's top assistant in both 2022 at Baylor and 2021 in his previous stop at BYU. All right, and um, 
uh, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, he's got, and there, I just read about today, some big-time wide receiver, I think from Ohio State, that was transferring in there. We know that quarterback, who seems to always get banged up, but is an incredible quarterback, being the backup has been great for them. What a Aaron, I mean, I, I hated it for Jeff that this thing got you know went the wrong direction this year, but I'd say that's a great landing uh, place. I mean, Kansas, their offensive coordinator, uh, highly respected offensive coordinator, just left, as you were talking about, and to get Grimes in there, to me, it speaks to Leipold doesn't care, like, what everybody thinks, like, oh, Baylor had a bad year on offense, so... Uh, I can't hire Jeff Grimes. No, no, no. He feels very secure, and it speaks to Grimes' uh, sterling reputation across the country. And I think it also is Kansas has had to play against the Bears 2021, 2022. They didn't play against them last year, but uh, I think there's a very healthy respect for uh, for what uh, Jeff Grimes brings to the table. So, Anyway, I'm very happy for uh, Jeff because that just really stinks the way it ended here at Waco, and uh, here, he, here he is. And Jeff will be uh, on the air with us soon, and uh, it'll be great to kind of catch up with Jeff and talk a little bit about what happened here, but also about how he sees the uh, future going with the uh, Jayhawks. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Ohio State junior wide receiver Marvin Harrison, Jr., the number two prospect according to ESPN, and Mel Kuyper Jr.'s big board is contemplating a potential return to Columbus for his senior season. He said, quote, I'm still undecided. You guys know coming into this year, I wanted to beat the team up north, obviously referring to Michigan, and win a Big Ten championship, and I obviously didn't do that this year. So I think there's a great motive for me to come back if that's what I decide to do because that's something I definitely wanted to do in my Ohio State career. He's at worst, going to be the number three overall pick. You think there's any chance that he comes back? It would, even with NIL money, he would be losing millions. Yeah, I mean, the the NIL money is so great now, and the rookie wage scale changed. So while the money's good, he could get huge money to come back. Uh, I would say it's still... 95 percent that he goes that he goes but the nil has created mainly in basketball i would still say if you have a chance to be drafted in the uh in either sport in either basketball or football if you have a chance to go in the top 10 to 15 you got to go so i i appreciate like what he's saying and sort of the dedication that he's shown to the university. But, uh, Aaron, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, no I'm, I'm with you. T- that doesn't, uh, I mean, it's an interesting story. Don't get me wrong. I, I saw that, and it grabbed my attention because, I, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, the, the mock drafts, and he's already, you know, it's just like a foregone conclusion. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that would be the uh, – the ultimate shock. I, I think the only occasionally a potential first-round pick uh, quarterback will return to college, and even that is extremely rare. And and honestly, it can backfire. I saw it backfire on a on a uh, 
a Washington quarterback a few years back. There's a few people that have come up like that. In fact, Aaron, I'm not so sure this guy that's played pretty well for the Bengals. Who who's uh who's the Bengal? Is it Browning? Yes. Who is is that the guy? He may be the guy I'm thinking of, or it may be somebody else. It may actually be somebody from Washington even before he came out. I just feel like there was somebody that I'm thinking of that they would have been a top five pick. They went back to school and they barely were a first round pick, like either the first end of the first round kind of deal. If you got a chance to get to go, you got to go, you got to go. No. You know, NBA, they're looking at it a little different, and it really is by position, player. There's a lot of different thoughts. and But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I would be uh, – I'm, I'm with you. I would be shocked. Yeah, just to give you an idea, uh, the number three overall pick, which would uh, – Will Anderson last year signed a four-year, $35 million contract with the Texans. So he would be looking at about mm-hmm. $36, 37000000 million for four years. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And I know NIL now, money's was, gotten huge, that, but I don't think it's gotten that yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. No, I, okay. I was about to make my Alabama NIL joke, <laughs> but that's fine. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it for another day. Um, okay. Continue, sir. After losing their head coach to Texas A&M, Duke football has zeroed in on Penn State defensive coordinator Manny Diaz as their top candidate to be their next head coach. Uh, Diaz according to the ESPN article, has been the top target for an extended period and a deal is expected to be finalized within the next 24 hours, according to Pete Thamel. He is coming off a season in which he led the nation's top statistical defense Mm -hmm. as the Nittany Lions held opponents to just 223.2 yards per game. Of course, that was obviously helped by (laughs) playing Iowa in one of those games, but still, pretty great defense. It is funny how, like, the greatest defenses – in the country, the guy that just got like the assistant coach of the year or the coordinator of the year, Aaron was at Iowa with a horrific offense. Yes, and then this guy gets the head coaching job at Duke, uh, but you know, based on being a good defense with a horrible offense, and uh, just kind of interesting to to be able to hold up that side of the ball. Now you got to kind of admire Diaz because he didn't even make it through. One of those years with the University of Texas, he was the defensive coordinator there, and I bet he got fired. That might have—I don't know if that was Charlie Strong or at the end of Mac Brown's time. Might have been the Mac. Might have been at the very end of Mac. But anyway, one one of those years, Diaz got thrown overboard like three or four games into the season, and you just when when you get publicly embarrassed like that. You just kind of wonder, will they ever? Will he ever come back from that? This Diaz guy, and I saw him do it at Miami. He's like a great PR man. Like I, I've got him kind of in the, in the Matt Rule family of PR coaches. Like Matt, I mean, I love Matt, and I and I loved him as a coach at Baylor. But Matt could literally make you believe that after one in eleven, you were on the verge of great things, and it turns out Baylor was. Diaz kind of has that. But he's got some substance, too. Uh, not that Matt didn't, but Diaz has some substance in that, you know, Penn State's defense has been really good. But it is funny that, I don't know, I think you look even better as a defense when you have horrific offense. And 
sadly, the Bears. Aaron, I think if I were going to say, were the Bears worse on defense or offense this year? I would say defense, especially given what side of the ball Aranda's known for. I would say the defense was worse than the offense. And I think the the rankings back me up on that. And yet, every every defensive coach is back. It's like kind of amazing. It's like let's wipe out the offensive side, but but anyway, uh, just it just is kind of interesting to me. But hey, if this works and Dave does an incredible job calling plays, and all these young coaches pan out, then then Mac and everybody else and Dave are going to look like geniuses. And I, sh- I hope, I certainly hope that's the case. Iowa superstar Caitlin Clark became the 15th player in Division I women's basketball to reach 3,000 points for her career last night in, the, in, the, in Iowa's uh, win over Iowa State. Clark finished with 35 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists, five assists as the number four Hawkeyes won 67-58. She is the first player in Division I men or women, to record at least 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists. Man. She's, I mean, she is greatness. And uh, and, that, and that was it. You know, I knew that was going to be, uh, I knew that was going to be a crowd. I knew that was going to be a scene. And uh, that is, uh, that's a fun time. In a six o'clock game, where you can pack a place out and and uh, have everybody hanging from the rafters, and that's the, uh, I mean, I, Aaron, real quick, if we had to name the the men's or women's the players you have to watch this season, like the greatest players in the game, I mean, like I don't think I would put any any guy player. Ahead of her, like I, she's kind of like the show, right? She's she may be the best men's or women's, and then men's. I guess Aaron, and this is kind of weird to say because he's he's a he's a he's a big man, and I can't say his game itself is that entertaining. It's just that he's so dominating, and that would be Zach Eady from Purdue. Anybody else, Aaron, that comes to mind? That would you would say from a men's perspective? Now I love the Baylor players, but I don't want to come off. I'll come off sounding like a homer if I pick one. I mean, Ray J. Dennis is entertaining. Walter Meese's dunks are incredible. Don't get me wrong, but is there anybody I'm missing? Like star college players, men's college players that are just Center off the charts. Ha- I haven't kept up. That, with uh, yeah, Dickinson. Dickinson yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He's good too. He he's more versatile than Edie. So I'll get yeah. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Arizona is way up there, uh, rankings wise now. And then uh, I I gotta say, from just a pure shooting standpoint, our old friend L.J. Cryer. I mean, I hated to see him leave. I do not root against former Baylor players, even though I was kind of frustrated with him. I just don't do it. He's 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 you know arguably like the best shooter in the country. Oh, and I love the guy from K State, um, Tyler Perry. Yeah. Like even when he's had a bad game, 
and he shot the ball poorly. He wants it, and he always seems to make it at the buzzer. Like the other night, he hit a game winner with three seconds left on a three. He is willing, and he is awesome to watch when the game's on the line. The other guy, Aaron, that I brought up earlier that I want you to watch is the guy from Marquette, Kolick. Whoa. That guy's fun. That guy is really hope I'm saying that right. It's something like that. Uh, he is he is he is crazy and he is fun. And there's one other guy that I saw recently from UConn that got me all fired up. And Kaluma for uh, K State. I like him too. Okay, uh, it is time to go to the man who runs the transfer portal. He's the big man in the business. Uh, Chris Hummer joins us next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team Specialized in Sports Medicine and Total Hip and Knee Replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedic today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. It is the Toys for Tots campaign out here at Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, unwrap toys bring them out here and the marines will distribute those toys to children in need throughout central texas chris hummer joining us now from 24 7 sports and chris this is like uh, christmas comes early for you uh you've known some people that were already in the portal and then of course it becomes official and there's so many more uh welcome back to the show sir and uh is this, uh, are we on pace to, we seem like we break a record every year. Is this a, is this another record breaking pace that we're on? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, you said Christmas has come early. I don't know if I would, I'd go that far, but it's certainly Christmas for schools with needs in the portal. And, um, yeah, we're absolutely on a record breaking pace. Um, I think there's over, um, almost 1500 FBS players in the portal so far. Um, and last year we were just about 3,100 and there's still about 40 days left to go, uh, with the transfer portal. So I expect us to smash that record. Okay. And what, what's the biggest, uh, trend? Is there anything kind of surprising that you've seen? We're always obviously interested in the quarterbacks. It looks like the entire Mac, 
Uh, any starting quarterback in the MAC has entered the portal. Uh, always kind of fun to see people like Holy Cross and others, um, you know, uh, get that much attention. These players and and uh, like UNT, there was a UTSA player, edge rusher. What are the what are the trends? You're you're really good at picking some of those things out uh, pretty quickly in the early days. Any anything surprising you? And is the quarterback number, which is always where we put our most focus, is it about what you expected, or does it even exceed what you anticipated? Um, well, I think the trends and quarterbacks are connected, and uh, we've been trending towards schools going with transfer proven transfer arms over kids in their programs for a long time. Um, we were at over 60% of power five starting quarterbacks this year were transfers. Um, and I expect that number to continue to grow. Um, I would imagine we'll be somewhere in the seventies this year. Um, we're starting to become like, especially for the quarterback position, because only one can play. It's starting to look like college basketball where almost every single player on the floor has transferred at one point. It's just part of the fabric of the um, collegiate process for college basketball players. And we're starting to become, we're starting to see that, um, especially at the quarterback position. Um, In terms of larger trends outside of that, um, I think we're seeing NIL play a really major factor in this. Um, it's probably not like a national – it is a national trend. It's not like a spoken about national trend. But I think you're seeing a lot of players enter um, using the portal as leverage um, to either negotiate with their current school or leverage the portal to become a failed a bigger offer. Um, and as always, we're seeing – Schools, unfortunately, like UTSA, get picked apart. Um, you mentioned mm-hmm. the edge rusher from UTSA earlier, one of the big, best players in the American, um, trending towards Texas now. <laughs> I guess he might stay in the system, but um, UTSA is going to have a hard time, just like every other G5 school, um, holding on to their best players because they can just get overwhelmed by Power 5 schools and Power 5 budgets. Yeah, and it's only going to get bigger. Uh, what about Colorado and Dion? They, they, they had a lot of departures, um, both the coaches and players, by the way. But they're kind of retrenching, as you would expect Dion to do. And you got to wonder with Dion, even some of these departures, if he wasn't the one. We forget sometimes these these teams can encourage people to go in the portal from time to time. I don't know how much that was happening with Dion, but now we're starting to see people funnel into Colorado. Um, what are you seeing on that front? I saw the big offensive lineman, um, and, uh, well, they got a commitment, actually, from him. That was a big thing from uh, IMG Academy. But in terms of what they're doing in the uh, – in the portal, has Dion started to kind of uh, uh, change things around here and, 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 and get kind of an influx of players? Yeah, well, I mean, first, he cut like half his roster last year. There's no other way to put it. He literally yeah. just cut half the team. Um, so that, that happens actively in college football, and Dion Sanders um, basically did the most drastic roster overhaul we've ever seen in the sport, at least in one offseason. Um, I expect things to be a little more stable for Colorado this offseason on that front. Um, a rule that isn't talked about much in college football is once you take a transfer as an undergraduate, you have to keep them on scholarship until they graduate. There's no pushing that player off the roster. You can't take their scholarship away. 
Um, so Colorado, which took 50 plus transfers this off season is stuck with a lot of those guys. So they're going to still take quite a few transfers. Um, offensive line is a particular focus. And today we saw them land a five-star offensive lineman and a pretty big recruiting shocker. So that's part of that, um, process for Colorado, but it, I don't think you're going to see Deion Sanders sign a historic number of players in the portal this off season, just because they physically can't do that. They're going to have to be a little bit more selective and they're going to have to go into a market for very competitive positions and compete against some of the bigger schools with bigger NIL budgets as well. So I'll be very interested to see how much that Deion Sanders kind of, um, uh, veneer shine charm, whatever you want to use a pull, um, allows him to get kids over schools that are competing for the same uh, players with a yeah. more to offer off the field. He is the SI Sports Person of the Year. Let's not let's not forget about that. But uh, it is Chris Hummer joining us from twenty four seven Sports and uh, does a great job. National college football writer and a portal expert. I like looking at the portal rankings. Y'all, y'all basically do this on a daily basis because guys are moving around so quickly. The uh, the Aggie defensive lineman Walter Nolan goes in, and he immediately goes to the top of y'all's uh, list. It just seems like there are certain positions people are desperate for: offensive line, certainly, and the D line as well and um it, it's interesting i mean i think elko may be doing some things kind of like hey um you know if you're wishy-washy y'all can hit the door and then of course he'll try to bring some of his own folks in but it, but it seems like walter nolan is a uh, is an extremely coveted player uh going on the uh, portal market yeah, there's just not a lot of people his size that move the way he does. Um, he's super versatile, too. Um, he can play everything from zero tech to, like, maybe as much as seven. Um, uh, he, I guess not zero, but anyway. He can play pretty much any position on the defensive front you want him to. Um, he's a productive pass rusher. Um, he is a first-round talent in terms of his um, height, weight, size, speed, um, just general attributes, and he's – plays one of the most premium positions in college football, as you said. So, yeah, he's a massive name. Um, in terms of the A&M element of that, like, I think what people forget with Jimbo Fisher is they had a really national recruiting strategy. Um, there are a lot of five stars on that roster, and a lot, the majority of them came from outside of the state. So I think you're going to see a lot of those players from the Northeast or from Florida who are on A&M's roster explore their options because there's nothing really tying them to Texas A&M long-term now that Elijah Robinson, the defensive line coach and the associate head coach under Jimbo Fisher is at Syracuse as their defensive coordinator. So I, I think that's certainly a trend to watch. Like A&M probably has a pretty decent opportunity to hang on to the guys that are from the Lone Star State, but the guys that came from outside of it don't have a lot tying them to the program anymore. All right, and Chris, what about uh, Baylor with the new offensive coordinator, Jake Spavital? You're usually, you know, you can look at some of these coaches, what their backgrounds are, Air Raid, Sawyer Robertson already on the roster. They need to bring in another quarterback. Um, I, You know, I think, uh, you know, Blake Shapin's obviously in the portal. I've heard rumors about who might be interested in Blake Shapin. What are you, are you hearing anything on the uh, on the Baylor front in, in terms of what they're interested in and, and what do you think, uh, because they seem to be in on several of these quarterbacks. 
I personally, um, I'm not going to lie. I've heard very little about Baylor's um, transfer portal quarterback interest so far. Um, I can do some digging on that. Um, I do know that Blake Shapin uh, was visited by Nebraska, uh, I think, two days ago, which shouldn't be surprising given uh, Matt Rule's history with Blake Shapin. And I think that's a real possibility. But, yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's obvious that Baylor needs to add a quarterback in the portal. And I fully expect them to. I just I would be lying right now if I said I knew who that person was at this moment. Who who is the most aggressive of these Texas schools so far? I mean, and then what about like Oklahoma? Uh, how 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 down should fans be? Because it always seems like oh my gosh they lost like five in one day. It seems like a big deal. They lost their quarterback Dylan Gabriel, but it may just be hey Jackson Arnold. Maybe they were just up front with him and said this is probably the way we're going to go. You would have to battle for the starting job. Um, what do you what do you see in Oklahoma so far? Like and and do you think they'll be I mean, I would think they'll have to be extremely active in the portal. How do you think that will all play out? Because our initial thing sometimes is to go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how many people are leaving Oklahoma. But it may not be as bad as it looks at first. Where do you fall on that? Um, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say Oklahoma's really lost anybody. They didn't want to lose or didn't expect to lose. Um I don't think Dylan Gabriel was ever coming back to Oklahoma this year. I think the plan was always uh, he would start in 2023 and then Jackson Arnold would take over in 2024. Uh, The question for Dylan and the expectation I think for Dylan was probably the NFL draft, but given how much money a transfer quarterback can command in this era, I can understand why Dylan went in the portal. And um, I think a place like Oregon um, would be happy to have him for 2024, but I think Oklahoma knew it needed to move on to Jackson Arnold. Um, Five-star quarterbacks aren't the most patient people in the world. Um, You want to have multiple years with them. And I think Oklahoma was fully prepared to move on to Jackson Arnold this offseason. So, um, yeah, I don't don't think Oklahoma's really lost a ton that I wasn't expecting to lose at this point. Well, yeah, keep an eye on the Bears because they are making a massive uh, change. and I think they're going to double or more than double the NIL commitment. And Dave Aranda is finally seemingly uh, embracing it and not just the, hey, let's give everybody the same amount kind of thing. So we'll see how aggressive, although a lot of people are staying. And that's that's always good news, bad news. You do have talented young players, but if everybody stays, I mean, you know, it's a team that uh, – obviously struggled a lot uh, last season well chris thank you for uh thank you for doing this this is an extremely busy time and i would imagine even since you jumped on with us we've had probably five more players hit the hit the portal and uh and it was interesting i was reading earlier where you were kind of talking about in, in your colleagues the resetting of the running back market um and how quickly you know the running backs are there's certain are there is there a position that gets like swooped up quicker than others i'm just wondering like who stays out there the longest or if if the the running backs or dbs is there one position that you see just gets plucked almost immediately is it quarterback what which which things get uh, hammered on the quickest um i mean i think it's just it's quarterback's usually the answer um, to anything like this. Um, and it is quarterback. I think we're in high school. You see it all the time in high school recruiting. There are dominoes that fall with quarterbacks. 
uh, one commitment can set off a chain of commitments because quarterbacks only have a certain number of spots they can go to a cycle. And it's very much the same thing with transfer quarterbacks. None have committed today, but we had three power five spots taken up within a, like a four hour period um, on Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday. Uh, forgive me. Oh no, today is Thursday. So yes, yesterday is Wednesday. Um, and I think we're going to see several more spots taken here soon. Um, so yeah, I think quarterbacks go first, not only because of that element of it, because quarterbacks also are recruiters for you. Um, they help wide receivers stay on the roster. They can help recruit receivers. They can help recruit linemen. They can help recruit skill players in general. And then also quarterbacks take up the biggest chunk of your salary cap or your quote unquote salary cap in this era. So for schools, it's also very healthy to know exactly what you're giving to the quarterback so you can plan for the rest of your roster as well. So I think quarterbacks will always set the market and then everything else tends to follow. All right. And uh, I like the crystal ball alerts as well when you all start uh, making predictions and all this. And then also some, uh, uh, you know, you follow Quinn Ewers very closely. Uh, Three days ago, uh, you guys were saying Arch Manning expected to remain at Texas. Uh, I, I still think if Ewers has a great semifinal I mean, I, I just kind of feel like he'll move on about his business. If he if he plays really well, he could and ends up in the first round. I mean, is that is that the way you think it'll probably go? That Ewers, if he starts getting projected first round, he's probably gone. Um. Yeah. I I would say right now Quinn is far more likely to return than he is to go in the draft. Um, to be honest, but as you said you never know what can happen in a playoff run. Um, There will be a ton of eyeballs on Quinn. And if he plays lights out um, over that two game period and Texas wins the national championship, maybe he is a first round pick and he decides to leave. But I think the 2024 quarterback class or the 2025 quarterback class um, is less top heavy than this one. And Quinn would have the opportunity to be a top 10 pick in 2025. If he has a good year, whereas this year that's um, I think less of a guarantee uh, so from that front, I think I think Quinn is more likely to return. But I also don't expect Arch Manning to go anywhere. If you were going to see anybody in Texas quarterback room shake loose, it'd be Malik Murphy. All right, Chris, thank you for all the great information. We will continue to uh, monitor your Twitter and everything involved. Appreciate you being on with us. Absolutely. Anytime, Matt. Thanks so much. Chris Hummer uh, joining us from 24-7 Sports. And uh, I guess he's just getting, he wakes up in the morning and has like all sorts of t- Twitter or all sorts of portal alerts. And um, it's just interesting, Aaron. I, I've always kind of wondered the portal specialists that have, have popped up across the country. Like, how do they, do they, do, I guess somebody at some point lets them have a peek uh, into, and, and 24-7 has devoted so much to the portal that I would imagine they have some sort of special peak inside to know right when somebody hits the portal. Now, meanwhile, across the country, like over at Baylor today, I guarantee you there's plenty of people assigned to just checking the portal every five minutes and just watching it all day and then alerting people, and then you have to make a quick decision on, okay, is this someone we might have an interest in? Again, uh, it was said the other day by the new Baylor offense coordinator that he didn't think they'd have to do much in the portal. 
I hope I hope they do get somewhat aggressive, and I certainly hope they hit on one of these quarterbacks because uh, it's necessary. The competition would be good, and uh, and they need it. They need a they need a wide open competition in the spring. If Sawyer wins it, great. But um, you need to bring in somebody that can have a true competition with them, at least in my opinion. All right, we'll continue on, and uh, we have some breaking news, and we may have a special guest that um, that just got a huge job in college football. Uh, we'll uh, we'll bring you up to date on that next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women offer finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Pain of Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TechStot. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Jeff Grimes joining us now. And uh, Jeff, big news today. Uh, congrats, the new Kansas offensive coordinator. Uh, I've been hitting you up like crazy. What's it going to be? I've been reading all the rumors. And then I see the big breaking news staying in the Big 12. Um, man, congratulations. I'm glad to have you back. I loved having you over the years when we were allowed to do it. And uh, you've been you've been great to have on and, and great to interview. I think all the people, the Waco media, love getting to know you and talk to you. But uh, congratulations on the, uh, on the, on the big uh, new job. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It must be a slow news day if you're saying this is the big breaking news right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught, I, well, I, caught, I caught, I caught the little uh, side comment. When we've been allowed to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, the always, uh, life. Always enjoy talking with you. Yeah, yeah, you bet. It's great to have you. Um, that that's a uh, that's quite a program and quite a turnaround they've had. Um, what was it about that opportunity? It looked like your alma mater was after you at one point, UTEP. You had some other opportunities. The uh, Our Mormon friends, the LDS folks, uh, they wanted you back at BYU. After a difficult season, Jeff, I'm sure that was nice to be wanted and have people reaching out to your agent and uh, trying to, to hire you. What was it? Uh, what did it come down to in uh, in choosing this Kansas position? And, and what do you what do you think about that opportunity? Well, I'm super excited about it. Um, number one, I just think the world of Lance Leipold and the job that he's done there. And I mean, uh, so two things I would say 
that I think probably say about everything about the guy. One, if you look at his staff, look at how many guys have been with him for a really long period of time. You know, if that's the case, then a guy has to treat people well, and he's got to be the kind of guy that understands how to run a program and, and do it the right way. And then, and then the second thing is, uh, you know, just a proven track record. I mean, the guy has won everywhere that he's been. And, you know, I, I've coached Division Three football myself, and, you know, it's not it's not any easier to do it at Division Three than it is at Division One. You know, there are good teams at every level, and, and um, you know, there's parity everywhere. And so, I mean, his six national championships at Wisconsin-Whitewater, you know, and uh, what he did at Buffalo, and then really what he's done. I mean, the first year he was at Kansas was my first year here at Baylor, and, you know, that team we played um, – was not super impressive that that first that first year that I was here, um, but you look at who they are now. I think it says a lot about their player development. I think it says a lot about their culture, and I just think it's a program that, without question, is on the rise. I think it's it's headed the right direction, and so all of those things just kind of led me to it. And um, I knew Lance a little bit, not a lot, but just a little. Uh, but the more I talked to him, mm-hmm. I think the more both of us just felt like it was a good fit for both of us. What do you think of the uh, that Jalen Daniels is a very exciting player? He's had some injury issues, but then Jason Bean may have been like the fastest quarterback in the country. Uh, I mean, that's a it's an interesting group. I saw them get a wide receiver today. I'm sure now you're looking at these things and, and now paying more attention than ever to Kansas, but I think an Ohio State receiver headed that direction. What is some of the, As you just kind of start to get to know their personnel, some of the players that you've watched and already are familiar with, what's your, what's your biggest thought of that, uh, of that offense that you'll be taking over? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good players there and guys that they, like I said, they've developed. I mean, they may not have been guys that had um, as many accolades as some others coming out of high school, but they've done a lot of great things with them. And so, yeah, I mean, the quarterback position, for them to win with three different quarterbacks, I mean, it's hard enough to win with one quarterback in this league because everybody's about the same, you know. And so if you can win – Period. That's good. Now, if you can if you can lose your starter, especially one that is as talented as Jalen is, a dual threat, um, can do so many different things. Um, you lose him, and then you can win with your backup. That's another thing. Now, on top of that, you win with a number three. I mean, to go out there and and play like they did, um, you know, even with him, even you know, they didn't win the game against K State, but you look at how that. A kid played, and so I'm just really, really impressed with with uh, with just the overall depth of the roster. And like I said, I think they built it the right way. Um, they play the game the right way, and um, I, I couldn't be more impressed with uh, with the team they put together. Are you taking the full RVO uh, with you? Have you tweaked it at all? Are you gonna Are you gonna call anything different at Kansas? Or are we we still coming out strong with the RVO? I don't know. We got that, you know, that's something that sort of got to happen organically. I think, you know, either that, that continues or there's something else that sort of takes form. It wasn't, that wasn't something that was always a part of what I, BYU, it was actually my last year before that sort of 
took hold. There were a couple other things that I tried to emphasize and didn't really hit the same way. But, you know, I think every team's a little bit different. Every program's a little bit different. And, you know, one thing that's a little bit different about about this job is I'm I'm stepping into a, a job that's already had a lot of a lot of success. You know, an offense that's that's done great things and a lot of proven, experienced players coming back. So, you know, hopefully, uh, I just don't screw it up. Was this the most trying season? you've had since you've been coaching for a long time uh talking to jeff grimes on the matt mosley show with the bears going three and nine i mean it it just it never could quite y'all had some good moments um but it just overall it never quite got going in the right direction um had had you ever been through anything that compares to this i mean i'm sure there were some down years along the way but how how difficult was this yeah, you know, it really was. It was hard uh, for a lot of different reasons. Frustrating. You know, I came into the season with a lot of high hopes, expectations that we would do well, and and just didn't go the way I expected or any of us hoped it, it would. And, yeah, it was. It was really hard. Um, but at the same time, quite honestly, I've grown through it. And so I – this may sound a little bit weird, and forgive me if I if I get a little bit too preachy here. But you know, there's a there's a place in the Bible where it talks about um, actually uh, not only enduring challenging times, but being thankful for them, and recognizing that when you go through some of those challenges, you actually come out on the other side a better person. And I can honestly say that's true for me. I've grown a lot this season, and it's made me a better coach, a better man, and um, you know, I walk away. I walk away from this. Um, I think maybe even more ready for the next challenge, next opportunity than I would have otherwise. And and is there anything from this staff that uh, y'all had such a great year in 2021? But being with Coach Aranda um, through this, and, and Sean, and the people you worked with. I mean, what was your – what's the biggest positive you would take away, you know, now that your uh, time at, at, at Baylor has ended? Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about Baylor. I'd rather talk a whole lot more about where I'm headed. But, you know, I got nothing but mm-hmm. but positive things to say about my time here and the people that I was with. And that's, you know, that's from, from Matt to Dave to to Sean and all the guys that, that I worked for and worked with and um, – you know, I, I mean it when I say I have I have no um, I harbor no ill feelings. However, we do play Baylor next year, so I'll be looking forward to that game. <laughs> you already have we have a date on that. Have you? Already, <laughs> I don't have know. You, I'm just trying to. Uh, yeah, you'll. Uh, well, you'll know the personnel pretty well, and and uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. But well, I think everybody wanted it to turn the corner and kind of hated how it ended. But uh, you you did. I knew you would land on your feet. But I would say, boy, Kansas, a team that, uh, like you say, they develop players. They're headed in the right direction, and a coach that sometimes K- Kansas and Kansas State they like to promote from within. So I do think that says a lot about you, Jeff. That they looked outside and maybe someone that he doesn't have a lot of experience with 
um, either he remembered playing against you or you had people advocating for you, whatever the situation was, um, I think that, you know, says a lot about uh, uh, the respect level for you. So I, I think uh, – I, I think you have to be um, pretty excited. I mean, of all the options it looks like you had, this uh, this seems like a great one. Yeah, it, when I when I uh, just sort of looked at everything, it was a no-brainer. You know, again, just if you look at Coach Leipold, if you look at what the, their staff has done, um, where the program has come recently, talking with some of the administrators there, the support for it, I think, is – it's it's more than just uh, hey you guys had a couple of good players and they put together a good season or two. I think it's uh, like I said a program that's moving in the right direction. A lot of it has to do with with uh, with Lance. A lot of it has to do with with uh, just everything that surrounds the the program right now. All right, and um, you know we'll see. I'm kind of I'll be interested to see where the Grimes sons, uh, how this, what kind of role this plays. Because I mean they had a great young special teams player on the Baylor team, and you got a great young player out of China Springs. So we'll have to that was committed to the Bears. So I won't press you too hard on this call. I just was I was excited to see the news today at Kansas, and uh, we've loved uh, having you on and and our time, and boy, even coming to speak to. Uh, my group there, um, you know, in April, uh, that you made a great impression on that group, and uh, uh, I appreciate everything, and I really appreciate you being on with us today. Hey, you got it, Matt. Always good to talk to you. Let's stay in touch, okay, buddy? All right, sounds good. There he goes, uh, Jeff Grimes um, from the Baylor Bears, the offensive coordinator, and uh, he, uh, Jeff, made it clear to me uh, just because I, uh, you know, you know how I'm wired. I. I wanted to uh, – I've had a lot of coaches over the years come on after they leave a place, and sometimes they're a little upset. Sometimes they're a little surly. I had former Cowboys assistant coaches tell me very interesting things. Jeff's not really wired that way. And I'm not saying he's not upset about some things. And, again, he hasn't told me about that. But I, I just think he, he made it clear to me that he wasn't really going to uh, talk about his Baylor experience. But – in that conversation, and I told him, I said, I have to ask about it. You know, I'm not going to uh, – I can't really live with myself not at least asking about it. But uh, he did early on when I did ask him about Baylor, uh, uh, just talking about the expectations he had for the season and uh, how, you know, he really thought it would go be a good season. It didn't end up that way. I And I kind of understand it. I just don't think – when you have players that you really like and respect and you're leaving to go to another place and you get fired at a place, I mean, you don't want to be on talking about, oh, this guy couldn't do this and we couldn't block and this kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's just not the way he is. I'm not saying people wouldn't do that. He's also very consistent in my time of knowing him. Aaron, that part where he talked about the enduring and he, he got a little biblical there, but that's a very genuine thing with him. I, I've heard it from him over the years that uh, uh, having grown, I mean, to me, it almost seemed like Job or something. I, I thought, oh, my gosh, they keep having these things happen, the thing that happened against the Houston. And yet, 
I think he'll kind of eventually, and maybe already does, look back on his time as a, as a huge impact. And I think it'll help him if he ever does become a head coach. I think he would like to someday. I just don't think, Aaron, I mean, the Kansas opportunity is tremendous. Uh, because you just usually don't, when you go through a season like they do in one and seven at home, I, to what it is, is Leipold didn't lock in to just one bad season. And the respect for uh, for Jeff kind of took over. It's like if he was a great O-line coach for 20-something years, and then he was great at BYU, and he was great at Baylor in 2021, is one of the biggest reasons they had one of the best years in school history. He probably in 2023 didn't just completely forget how to coach. Now, again, I'm not saying Baylor fans weren't upset and, boy, questioned the play calling and wanted him fired and all of that. I get it. I get it. And he gets that, too. But uh, I uh, I just wanted him to uh, to come on because I, I just have thought a lot of him and appreciate him. And um, and then we'll see where the Grimes uh, – where the Grimes family ends up, because he's got talented sons. He has a great special teams player uh, at Baylor, and then Graydon over on the uh, at China Spring is a big time player who had committed to the Bears. And we'll see could he could he suddenly uh, end up a Jayhawk? Well, he could, he could, and uh, you would totally understand if that is the case. And by the way, he'll get to go see Aaron Jeff. Will get up there to uh, Lawrence and get to see some of these basketball games, Fog Allen and all that kind of stuff, and I think that'll be a, uh, that'll be a good opportunity. Um, boy, I tell you, it worked out great today. We had some uh, tremendous guests, and then we had, uh, we had Jeff Grimes, uh, kind of unexpected, but again, he's been awesome, and he has become a friend of mine, and, and I just appreciate him so much. Uh, coming on with us. Uh, and I appreciate everyone at Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, uh, giving back to Central Texas and the Toys for Tots, the annual campaign, uh, just such a cool deal. And, again, I imagine they would take your toys uh, if you showed up here in the next 15 to 30 minutes, unwrap toys, uh, and then the Marines will distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Richard Carr and his family, Roy, Kathy, his uh, niece and, and nephew, uh, have been friends of mine for going on 30 years now. So it really means a lot to come out here and participate in something like this. We're going to have to wrap it up, uh, and we'll do the smelt. We'll do it next. Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked up. It's Bland. Only heard here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys Rio Network station. Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away. McGregor, we treat you like family. Find new roads. 
all-around maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, all-around maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, all off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in a casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1869, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we've come to the end of our broadcasting day. Ward Whites came out just to see me. I just think he... He'd miss seeing me these last few days, and he came out here to uh, Richard Carr and uh, Buick GMC Cadillac, and uh, I was going to stand up and apologize, Aaron, to the man in the cubicle behind me that had to put up with me and my my loud voice the whole day. Guys like Ward, Ward me, we... Uh, we we tend to project a little bit, and uh, and so our voice carries over the showroom here. And there was a there was a guy trying to make sales calls, <laughs> like a foot away from me the whole time I was doing the show today. Um, Aaron, um, 
That was fun to have Jeff Grimes on. Uh, and, I, you know, he, he made it clear um, that he, he just didn't want to get into it. And I get it. I mean, I, I have done these interviews, and it almost feels like an exit interview when coaches are pretty upset and they want a chance to vent. Now, that maybe at some point that time will come, uh, or maybe never. But uh, that's not really the way Jeff is wired. Now, he is a shoot stra- uh, a straight shooter. So, boy, if we ever get a chance to get his full unvarnished take on things, who knows? But uh, I'll tell you what, I- I've known him, and uh, he was always – he was nothing but loyal and said nothing but great things about the staff. Uh, and, of course, he, he admitted to himself having, you know, a really bad year. But he's landed on his feet with Kansas Jayhawks as offensive coordinator, and he'll do a really nice job there, and I'm happy for him. Okay, everybody, thank you for this. Thank you, Richard Carr. Thanks to everyone who was a part of this thing. Aaron, thank you. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on a Friday. Big-time high school football coming up tomorrow, 3 o'clock straight up. Listen to Ward at 11. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, one of the nine Big 12 schools going bowling this year is the Texas Tech Red Raiders. They'll be the first Big 12